So this one time, I went to Las Vegas for a bachelor party and decided it was going to be a good idea to get a hooker. But I was staying at uh, the Excalibur, which of course meant that I was on a budget, and there's no way I could have uh, afforded those fancy girls on those cards they were flipping down on the, the strip there. And I needed a discount hooker. And where's the best place to find a discount in Vegas? On Fremont. So it was about 2 in the morning, and I decided to get in a cab, and I go down there. I know I'm not going to find a uh, hooker on just any corner. I need to get off the beaten path. So I get dropped off, and as I wander away from the lights and glamour and glitz and casino lights uh, and into the inky blackness of sin, I needed to find a bar because it's always better to make questionable choices with more alcohol. So I happened upon a bar. I came up to the door, and there was a gate on the door with a handwritten sign and a button that said, please ring bell. So I rang the bell, and I, they must have sized me up and thought I wasn't a threat because of my fancy uh, uh, hip uh, frat boy outfit that I was wearing, which included a golf shirt with a collar and some khaki pants or khaki shorts, one of those uh, leather-laced or uh, braided belts that you tuck down and these fancy leather sandals that I was wearing. So I went in there, had a couple cocktails. I had no idea how to pick up a hooker at this point, but at least I had some more alcohol to, to help me out left the bar, I start walking down the sinfully dark street, and I see these two characters coming toward me. I, I, you know, They look local, so I thought, well, what the fuck? I'll just ask them. So they're walking toward me, and as they get closer, and I, I carefully and, uh, and politely said, hi, do you happen to know where I could find a girl to give me a blowjob? And without missing a beat, the guy pointed across the street and said, go talk to that girl in the Jeep. And sure enough, my discount hooker drove a old model Jeep Cherokee with that uh, fake wood siding on it. So I walk across the street. Her uh, window was already down, so I bent down politely, and I said, hi, that guy over there said I could come ask you for a blowjob. And she said, yeah, and I had a big smile on my face, and I said, sweet, how much? And she said, $60, which was well within my discount bu hooker budget. So I get in with her and uh, her Jeep Cherokee, I give her my $60. She opens up the glove box and pulls out this wad of cash, about the size of a can, what wraps my money up with it, puts it back in the glove box, and off we go. And she tells me, she goes, we can't stay on the street because we'll surely get busted. So I appreciate her looking out for my well-being. And then she, she goes on to say, you know, we're going to the hospital parking lot because there's all the hustle and bustle and chaos of the hospital parking lot. Nobody's going to suspect that, uh, you know, what we're doing in this Jeep. I said, fine. You're the professional. I could tell by the wad of cash in your, uh, your glove box there. So we get to the uh, hospital parking lot. We park. I'm whipping out my junk, and I'm working it up. And she hands me a condom, and I'm putting the condom on. And it's like pushing a rope through a hole. And, but I finally get it on, and the, that's the moment I've been waiting for. My head goes back, and she's going down on me like a singer sewing machine. And I can't feel shit. It was like she was sucking somebody else's dick. And so I, st I pull out all the stops. You know, I, I bring out my mental porn. I'm bringing out all my fantasies and fetishes in my head. I got girl-on-girl -girl action going, and, and I'm still not feeling anything. There's ambulances going, and about that time, this big white light just shines down on this, this uh, Jeep. I'm like, holy crap, and then I hear the rotors of a, a helicopter, and there's a life flight helicopter coming in, and she stops, and I, I just stop her, and, and I think to myself, there's no fucking way I'm leaving this hospital parking lot without getting my knot off with this discount hooker and her nice Jeep Cherokee with the wood siding. I paid good money for this shit. 
So I snap off that condom, and I start just doing it myself. She went from a, uh, a uh, she went basically to a DIY hooker at that point. You know, like Ikea. I'm just doing it myself, and it's all dry, and I'm like, you know, I, I needed something. I said, do you happen to have any lotion? And she said, I don't have any lotion, but I do have some hair gel. I went, hair gel will work. So she pulls out this bottle. Uh, it's got the blue hair gel in it. I think it was L.A. Looks. She gives me a big goop of it. So now you can tell kind of the, the time frame this was going on. Gives me a big goop of it. And I start going. I got the, my fetishes going in my head, and I'm going, and it starts to get sticky and, and whatever. And she gives me a goop and a couple more goops. And I start to feel it. I'm rolling my eyes back in my head. And, oh, my God, the best $60 I ever did spend. I got to see an air show with a helicopter. I got to ride in a, a classic Jeep. I got to go into a Vegas nightclub that is exclusive to those dressed like a, a preppy golfer like me and a frat boy. <sighs> what a great night. So it was in the days before the Internet, but I would have certainly given her a very good Yelp review. She was very trustworthy because she trusted me, to, like she showed me her big wad of cash. She was very accommodating because she, uh, in lieu of lotion, she had the hair gel, and she was very kind and polite, and she took me back to Fremont. So I would give her a, uh, for my DYI hooker, a five stars on Yelp. So I get back to Fremont, get in a, a a cab, and as I'm going back, I have to pee so bad. And I don't know what it was about me back then, but when I would get drunk and jerk off, I would become incontinent. I can't explain it. And I had to pee so bad, and every ounce of my muscles in my body was tensed up in that cab, and I had my dick all kinked up like a garden hose, and I'm like, please don't pee in this guy's cab. And he drops me off. I give him money. It's the, the back entrance to the Excalibur. And so I'm going in there, and at this point, I'm standing up, and I'm shuffling into the back entrance, and there's nobody around, deserted. And I'm like, I can't hold it. And all of a sudden, I just let it loose. And piss was going down and soaked my khaki shorts down my legs into my nice leather sandals. And as I shuffled inside, you know, basically getting hung over at this time because it's about 4 in the morning, I go into the bathroom stall, and I'm all alone. I can hear the bling, 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 bling of the casino. And I'm looking down at my piss-soaked shorts, my pee-streaked legs, and I'm, my hand that has dry jizz and flaking hair gel on it. And I'm reflecting on all the poor choices I made up to that very point. <laughs> Many years later, I would be sitting in a circle with people just like me in rehab, and the counselor would say, have you ever done anything shameful? <laughs> and I paused for a minute and I said, this one time in Vegas? And I've been sober for almost 12 years. <laughs>